0: what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical for Living podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about bite-sized changes that create atomic habits and most importantly, how this can be something that you implement in your own life starting today. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I've been reading a new book, appropriately titled Atomic Habits, and it is by somebody named James Clear. And this book is so good that on the fourth page, I told myself that if ever I write a book, I am going to use the same frameworks that this gentleman has used, because within the first four pages, I was completely hooked in. And this gentleman is explaining his story in a way that really sets the frame for what he is about to teach in this book surrounding the element of being able to create habits that create lifestyle changes that then really end up turning us and influencing us to become the people that we want to become based on being able to kind of chunk things down in a a micro form, in a bite-sized way. And that really allow us to do something that is attainable. And in this book, the first four pages, this guy, James Clear, is explaining that when he was younger, he played baseball and he was the best on the team. He was the one that everybody thought was going to make it into into the pros. And something happened one day where a bat was swung by a friend and that bat just so happened to land smack dab in the middle of this guy's face. And he was airlifted to the hospital and he suffered really traumatic injuries because of this. And all of these hopes and dreams and aspirations, they just disappeared. And so he spent so long recovering and trying to just learn how to do the things that we all take for granted sometimes. The simple things like being able to stand and walk and talk and move his arms and communicate in a way that he was once used to being able to do. And he started to notice that instead of feeling sorry for himself, he can reframe things and take the pressure off a little bit by being able to decide what it was that he could do incrementally in order to build up his performance to something that he could then live with, something that would satisfy him and that would hopefully bring him back to where he was. But spoiler alert, this brought him much, much further than he ever once was. And so he's talking about the difference between us setting goals for ourselves and us actually creating habits instead. And one story that I love that he shares is there was a British cycling team and all they ever wanted to do was win. And this British cycling team actually sucked. They were like the worst team so bad that sponsors never even wanted their logos on any of their, their clothes or on their gear because they didn't want to be associated with such a crappy team. And One day, a new manager comes in and he starts to make these micro changes surrounding the team's performance. And most of it had nothing to do with necessarily the cycling element itself. It had everything to do with what shifts might take place outside of cycling, what needed to be done in order to create better harmony around this team. So they did special things like create a different kind of gel that goes into the cycling the cycling shorts something that would help to make sure that recovery was a lot easier they would do things to help with altering their sleep patterns and they would use different type of testing equipment to determine their vitals and their performance and how certain activities impacted everything all around whether it was their leisure activities that they did outside of the cycling team whether it was the way that they were training the hours of the day that they were training even so much as painting their tour bus completely white. And the manager did this because he found that when you paint the tour bus completely white, if ever there is dust, it will accumulate on the white color and it's easier to be able to see. And this, too, affects performance when it comes to cycling. And so long story short, this British team ended up winning the Tour de France and they they went on to be one of the most successful cycling teams that there ever was. And it's all by making these small micro changes. And the same thing can happen within our own lives. And I really love this example, and it, it might sound minute, but James Clear is talking about if you're not somebody who commonly does something like flossing your teeth, deciding to floss your teeth once, deciding to just do it once and not necessarily paying attention to the the end game or to being the winner of a particular team, let's say. We take a lot of the pressure off of ourselves by not focusing on the end goal and focusing more on the small things that we could do to incrementally change our lives. And maybe for you, you've always wanted to read a book that's been sitting on the shelf for years. Well, when we decide to set aside some time, let's say that time is 20 minutes every day to read when we decide to do something like spend 30 minutes every day working on our bodies. When we decide to do something, and this is a perfect example, I bought a guitar back in December, and I still haven't picked it up. However, with adapting these sort of micro changes, I decided, okay, the first thing that I would need to do is learn chords, learn how to play chords. But I would also want to choose a song that's something that I'm interested in, just like if you were to be reading a book, you would choose a book that's something that you're interested in. So I printed out the chords to the song that I want to learn how to play. And that's my micro action. And now I have it on my schedule, setting things actually in motion to where I'm allowing myself 30 minutes, three days a week to learn how to play the guitar. This is something that is important to me. I'm a singer. Not a lot of people know that. And for me, finding that own that own purity and that own sense of comfort within myself comes from my voice. It comes from being able to sing and to harmonize with myself. And I know that having a guitar will further enhance that. And when it comes to fueling my soul, that's something that I know that I've been being tugged towards. So that's something that's important to me. And yet it's something I now (laughs) we're in March have been putting off for quite a while and I don't want to put it off anymore. So by putting it on my calendar, making the time non-negotiable, making it time to where I'm clear of any distractions. I don't have the dogs or the husband or my phone around me. It'll allow me to dive into that, that action, that thing that I want to do to make me a better person. And yes, I'm not looking to become some all-star or you know some performer on stage. This is something that I want to do for me. It is something that I know will make me happy. And there are many things in our life that maybe aren't so soul soothing, but perhaps will enhance our performance in terms of our body, our, our physical nature. Maybe for you, you've gotten out of the habit of actually moving your body. Maybe for you waking up every morning, it's difficult. As soon as you put your feet on the ground, you can feel the aches and pains and you hear all the cracks and it's just not the way that you want to operate anymore. And maybe it seems hopeless, I've had major reconstructive surgery on my knee twice, and I know how hopeless it feels when we have a physical ailment that's preventing us from doing the things that we want to do. But I also know that with a lot of work and dedication and us actually deciding what you want. Have you thought about that? What do you actually want? I've been writing that down in my journal every single day, and I've been re-answering that same question over and over and over. And by going back and rereading what I wrote, 10, 20, 30 days ago, it's amazing to see the difference in what I thought I wanted versus what I want today. And it shifts. But there are also consistencies. There are patterns within what I actually want, what I know you actually want, that you're going to start to pick up on. But you have to get very clear on what that thing is. That way you yourself can start to put together some of these micro habits that will then lead into an atomic habit. And there's many different studies that will argue that it takes 21 days to formulate a habit. It takes six months. I've seen some studies indicate that it takes to formulate a habit. But the point isn't the end game. The point isn't the goal. The point is to focus on today and what it is that you want to do today that will allow you to achieve that ultimate goal someday. And if you're moving slow and you don't feel like you're keeping up the pace and you're comparing yourself to other people, all that's going to do is harm you in the long run. I encourage you, pick that thing that you want to do. Pick many things that you want to do. Maybe for you, you aren't somebody who flosses your teeth. I just so happen to live with somebody who is just like that. But deciding to floss your teeth once, I can almost guarantee you that if you put it in your mind that you are going to become a flosser and you change your frame of thinking, And instead of saying that you're somebody who can't do a marathon, you're somebody who can't run, you're somebody who can't sit down and read a book because you don't have the attention span to be able to do that. Well, you're always going to be that. Jim Quick, I had mentioned this about a week ago. He says that if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. So if we change our frame of mind and we start to tell ourselves that I am somebody who flosses my teeth every day, I am somebody who plays the guitar and sings because it makes me happy to be able to do that and fuel my own, my own soul every single day, then you start to become that. But the more and more that we start to have this negative self-talk, the more and more that we become that thing that we're telling ourselves And the flip side is the more and more that we tell ourselves that we are this great thing, we're able to accomplish this amazing feat. Maybe you smoke. And if you say I'm a smoker and then you try to quit, well, guess what? You're probably always going to be a smoker. But if you frame your way of thinking into saying that I'm not going to smoke in the morning, I'm going to wait until noon before I start smoking. I'm not a smoker. Or maybe you micro you micro it down a little bit more and you say, I'm quitting smoking. I'm in the process of quitting. And you start to make these changes that make you a better person because you know that you should. You know that it is what is going to allow you to kind of rise above a little bit higher than you were yesterday. What is that one thing that you could do today? And know that I know it's difficult for us to make changes. We are habitual creatures. We do not like change. However... One of the easiest ways for us to grow and to flourish and to be better versions of ourselves is to make sure that we're doing something different every single day. And I want to encourage you to choose what that something different is for you. Know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours. And if you've gotten any value out of this episode, please drop a review, subscribe, and always reach out to me on Facebook at Ashley Walton.